All right, what's up, guys? Hey, Big John Panic Attack. Gonna do a WrestleMania Night 1 recap. Uh, the show was awesome. Great matches with everybody. Uh, I was excited. It delivered what I thought it would. Uh, remember to like, share, comment, subscribe. Follow me on Twitter, Truth Social, and and getter for more of this so writing down my little prediction scorecard here me and my buddies like to try to predict the matches unfortunately we're all, we're all too close in our predictions so night one started out um where they announced that there was there were going to be over 75,000 fans in attendance and there was no Vince McMahon welcome to WrestleMania uh, the opening was Snoop Dogg and the Miz plus a little thing from Kevin Hart first match was John Cena and Austin Theory uh, they made it a point to mention John Cena has done more than 600 Make-A-Wishes. Uh, and he came out the ramp to a group of <clears throat> Make-A-Wish kids. Pretty cool, you know. John Cena, uh, he definitely looks smaller, but of course is in great shape. Uh, just smaller than his usual. He's probably 220 instead of 240. So it was a very basic match, probably to keep from showing much Cena ring rust. I really didn't see any uh, ring rust on John Cena uh, as far as that goes. One of my friends pointed out he did have some rust on him, but he hasn't wrestled in a year or more. So, uh, they, they were backed in the corner, ref couldn't see it, Austin Theory does a Mike Tyson and bites John Cena on the ear, <laughs> um, <clears throat> just to build that, that heel up a little bit, you know, uh, Theory had to be rehabilitated, remember, because before Triple H took over Creative, Vince told the fans, this is your new favorite wrestler and you're going to like it pretty much. And that was a little ridiculous that WWF does that and Vince does that. Um, so, you know, Theory had to have that long streak where he was getting beat up and he was a joke and then come back. And he still came back as a heel. But this time it was genuine heel heat, not... You're Vince's boy, so we don't like you, heel heat. Uh, later on in the match, Cena had the STF locked in. Theory bit his fingers to get out of it. Uh, so good heel work by Austin Theory. I have to relight my cigar. Hold on. So we had all that. 
Theory reversed the attitude adjustment into a DDT. That was pretty cool. John Cena did, you know, his five knuckle shuffle. Uh, they went for the attitude adjustment again. You hit, uh, there was a ref bump, excuse me. Uh, Cena locked in the STF. Theory tapped out, but there was no ref to see it. So Cena gets up to go look for the referee like any idiot would. <laughs> and, of course, Theory hits him with the low blow. That leads to Theory winning with the A-Town down move. Uh, <laughs> interesting gimmick names for these, these wrestling moves. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh, I gave it a 7.583 stars. It was a very good, good match for what it was. Good opening match. Get the crowd hot and all that. Here's Rhea Ripley at the post-WrestleMania press conference uh, with the SmackDown women's title. Uh, her and Charlotte... We'll get to later, but they had one of the best matches I've ever seen. So, let's see here. Can we open up on the computer to get something done? Overall, John Cena didn't look bad, and it's good that he put the young guy over. Uh, it was pretty obvious who was going to win, just because... Let's face it, John Cena's an actor now. He's just there to help other guys get over uh, at times like these. So, let's back Rhea Ripley up here and pause the WrestleMania press conference. Alright, I can watch that later. So, next you had the... Oh, the show, the men's showcase match. I didn't expect much from this match. These, you know, four and five ways can turn into a cluster. And it just doesn't work for me as much. But this one turned out really, really great. Uh, it, it surprised me. I always make a note or think it's funny. I used to watch Eric of the Viking Raiders wrestle at a bar in Barberton, Ohio. <laughs> and he was a lot different back then, a lot skinnier, uh, clean shaven. Uh, but anyhow, that was uh, his start in wrestling. And I tweeted that a few weeks ago and he liked my tweet. So that was nice. It had a kind of slow start to it. Then um, for some reason, everybody just gets in the ring. There's no like no chicanery or anything to cause it, but uh, Ivar from the Viking Raiders showed very impressive agility. He did a uh, springboard move off the middle rope, and then he was going up to the top rope, and Sarah, or whatever, Belhalla, told him to turn around, and he turned around on the middle turnbuckle, went to the top, and did a moonsault. So, not what you expect from Ivar of the Viking Raiders. Um, Chad Gable gave an awesome German suplex to uh, Braun Strowman, who's, what, at least a foot taller than him. Uh, 
Otis just keeps getting bigger and sweatier, but he gets the ladies. <laughs> so Braun Strowman was doing his Strowman Express thing, and Dawkins from the Street Profits knocks him on his ass after about his second. Strowman was going for a second time around the ring where he just runs everybody over. Dawkins put a stop to that. And I, that that popped me because I'm kind of sick of that dumb little thing he does where he runs around the ring. <laughs> okay. So Ricochet did an unreal shooting star press where he jumped from the, the, the ring mat to the top rope into the air and kind of it almost seemed like he paused in midair. Uh, Street Profits end up winning, which is great. Maybe they'll get another push. So we'll see where that goes. But that match was a lot better than what I thought. So I gave it six and a half stars on the Dave Meltzer bullshit star rating system. Uh, next, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. Um, Logan Paul has natural nuclear heat. He's one of the most hated people on the internet, but he makes millions of dollars off of his stupid little podcast. Uh, what's it called? Impulsive. So, hey, good for him. <laughs> Let's face that. So, I've been doing podcasts and internet talk shows for 13 years and haven't made $14 million, let alone in one year. Uh, I thought this could be a show stealer. Uh, it was pretty awesome. Uh, started Logan Paul ziplined in. He had a microphone uh, on his head. And his zipline was moving very slowly. So he was taunting the crowd. Uh, then a dancing energy drink bottle came out. <laughs> uh, the entrances at WrestleMania are a big part of the show. Seth Rollins came out to uh, an orchestra conductor conducting the audience uh, to his to Seth Rollins' theme song. That was kind of campy, I thought, but whatever. They started with good chain wrestling. Rollins did three suicide dives outside uh, onto Logan Paul to regain control. Uh, then... He stomped on Logan Paul's right hand. I guess Paul has some titanium screw in there from a broken hand, and that's why he's been knocking Rollins out. Uh, they went through a series of false pins and finishes. Uh, they kept reversing and rolling each other up and rolling each other over. It was kind of cool. Uh, Logan Paul hits Seth Rollins with the right hand. Seth Rollins kicks out. The energy drink bottle then pulls logan paul out of the ring turns out to be some guy named ksi don't know who he is don't care another podcaster friend of logan paul's um so logan paul went up to the top rope they had seth rollins laid out on the uh announced spanish that damn spanish announce table again you know Jack Tunney would have outlawed the Spanish announce table if he were in charge. As much trouble as that announce table causes, I tell you. So anyways, they had Rollins laid out. 
Logan Paul is on top, taking a drink of his energy drink. Uh, then, at the last minute, Seth Rollins pulls KSI, aka the dancing energy drink bottle, onto the announce table, and Logan Paul ends up hitting his own buddy. Um, Rollins went for a pedigree. Uh, Logan Paul kicked out back and forth for a little bit. Logan Paul hits a GTS and a frog splash. Rollins kicks out. Um, Logan Paul tried for a coast to coast. And then Seth Rollins met him with a super kick in midair. Then Rollins did his curb stomp. And Seth Rollins is your winner. A very entertaining match. Logan Paul is a much, much better athlete than we give him credit for. You don't have to like him as a person uh, to admit that he's a good athlete. Um, the guy's a semi-professional boxer, although I think him, the boxing that him and his brother do is hokier and faker than wrestling. Uh, they kept saying Logan Paul went the distance with Floyd Mayweather. Um, Floyd, Floyd's not the Floyd Mayweather of 10 years ago, or he would have knocked Logan Paul out easily. Uh, next up was the, the nostalgia match. Lita, Trish, and Becky versus Damage Control. Um, I wondered what kind of ring shape Lita and Trish would be in. Uh, and would Trish turn heel tonight or Monday night? So they started out with all six women in the ring for no reason, fighting. Uh, damage control ended up on the outside. Becky and uh, Eho started it. At, or Eo, Eo Sky started the match. Um, I was sitting there wondering, will Becky have to do most of the work in this match? And eh, it was spread out evenly among both teams. Uh, Lita got the hot tag from Becky because Becky was getting worked over by the heels. They kept Becky in their corner uh, and, and did really good tag team work, showing that they're the more experienced team in this match. So Lita came in. She's moving so slow. She still did a lot of innovative moves, but it was only a minute or two into her time in the ring and she was blown up. It's like you had time to prepare for this match. You've been talking about doing a comeback. Why aren't you in shape? Um, but nonetheless, Trish gets a hot tag from Lita. Got a pretty decent pop. Uh, Trish looks like she's been training. Uh, she's another one for the last couple years. You know, they've talked about her coming back a little more and a little more. And uh, I forgot she did do a, a match a few years ago uh, with somebody. Uh, anyways, a dream match. So Trish came in, cleaned house. I don't think Trish ever, they ever really even got any offense in on Trish Stratus. Uh, Lita just doesn't look like she has it. Uh Everybody's in the ring doing everything and anything. Again, uh, it seems like the refs have no control in these multi-person matches. And I really don't don't like that. Uh, that's why I say these 
you know, six person tags. And I've seen a lot of six person, well, six man tag matches, but they always follow tag team rules. Now it's like everybody's doing everything, just like the uh, showcase match. Anyways, so Lita and Trish got in all their traditional moves that they're famous for. Becky gets a manhandle slam on Bailey from the second rope, and they win the match. So it was entertaining. I was disappointed in Lita's work ability. Trish looks like she hasn't missed a beat. Um, and Becky did her fair share, but not 90% of the in-ring work like I thought. Uh, damage control looked really good as a team. So, all in all, it was a good match. I gave it a 6.9 out of a million stars for that one. So, what was next? Ray versus Dominic. Quite possibly one of the most entertaining matches of the night. Uh, Keep in mind, they're still doing... The Dominic was in prison match. So he comes down through the audience with a team of uh, police around him. Probably gimmick police, but nonetheless, they looked pretty real for fake cops, if that's what they were. Uh, And he was in handcuffs. (laughs) Uh, Like they mentioned some California penal code and Dom just got out of the the pen and all this it was really ridiculous but it was funny as heck so now we go backstage and Snoop is driving Rey Mysterio down the hall in a low rider I called it a pimp ride because it really wasn't that low but as Rey is coming out His old school music is playing where he's actually doing the rapping. And you hear Eddie Guerrero's voice talking and saying, Viva La Raza. So for that entrance alone, I gave that match 10 bonus stars. Uh, Basically, Rey Mysterio can carry anybody to a good match. So it was a good match all around. Dominic impressed me. Uh, He's obviously been practicing and working with his dad. Wink, wink, you know what I'm saying. Uh, Ray sent Dominic into the second turnbuckle, took his belt off and spanked Dominic with the belt. Everybody popped for that. (laughs) That was great. Then Dominic gained control. Uh, He got outside the ring, was beating up on his dad. Went up to his sister, Aaliyah, and took her cup of water. Or no, this was after the spanking. Dom wasn't in control yet. Ray was just piddling around in the ring like an idiot. And so Dominic got his sister Aaliyah's cup of water, threw it in her face. Uh, and of course, Ray, she tries to come over the barricade, and Ray has to hold her back. And that gives Dominic a chance to beat up on Ray and take advantage. Uh, At one point, Dominic was teasing his mother 
run in his mouth, so she slapped him. <laughs> and as he saw in the slap, Ray comes over and gets a kiss from his wife. It was pretty awesome right there. Uh, then Damien Priest and Finn Balor came out. You knew there was going to be shenanigans in this one. So Ray hits a 619. You think it might be going into a finish, but Ray's climbing to the top rope because he wants to do a frog splash or something. And Damien Priest interferes. Then the Latino World Order <laughs> comes out to help Ray. <laughs> so Dominic uh, then ends up getting a 619 of his own. A frog splash. Ray kicks out. Uh, Dom's undoing the turnbuckle pad. And so as the referee's distracted trying to put that back together, Dominic tries to get a chain out of uh, this jacket that... Damian Priest had thrown into the ring. Bad Bunny, who was helping the Spanish announcers, grabbed the chain off of Dominic. Ray then gets control, gets the 619 and the frog splash, uh, and wins for his familia. Finn Balor and Damian Priest have to help Dominic to the back. Uh, entertaining match. Um, and this is the stuff I remember from WrestleMania as a kid. These, yeah, you had your more serious matches for championships and grudge matches, but there were matches that were just there for entertainment. And this was a combination of a grudge match and a match that was just plain entertaining, especially when. Ray spanked Dominic like a child with the belt. So next was the match everybody thought was going to headline the card. And I thought they even announced that this was the main event. Uh, it was Rhea versus Charlotte. By the way, I don't know if I mentioned I gave Ray and Dominic 15 stars. Because that's really important to know. Uh, Rhea and Charlotte... Rhea came out looking strong and confident, as you would expect. Uh, Charlotte's a lot smaller than she's been in the past, uh, but she's still chiseled. Uh, Michael Cole pointed out that this was an all-women match. The referee, the announcer, and the participants, all female. That really doesn't matter much to me but they had to point that out because this match got demoted from main event to uh, second to last match and I don't care what they say the last match on the show the last match of the night is the main event so nonetheless they said it was a history making match Female ref, female competitors, and female announcer. And I'm not a fan of this female announcer, by the way. Uh, I mean, bring in Bruce Buffer or somebody like that for these things. In fact, if the rumors are true and the parent company to UFC is thinking about buying the WWE, you might see Bruce Buffer calling or announcing the top matches at WrestleMania. 
this one started out slow, methodical, a lot of hard-hitting action. And truthfully, at first, the crowd was not into this. Uh, they were kind of quiet because the Ray versus Dominic match took a lot of energy out of the crowd. But these two women give them a lot of credit. They worked slowly and fed off the crowd till the crowd was absolutely going ape shit over this match. Rhea Ripley had a nosebleed right off the bat. Uh, she needs to take some of that shit out of her nose. She has like three nose piercings. And this happened at um, Royal Rumble also. She had a nosebleed early on where I thought she had a broken nose. Sorry, I had to take a water break. So, Charlotte's on the top rope. Rhea hits a huge German suplex, and she did several of these, where Charlotte, she actually flipped Charlotte over, and Charlotte landed face first. Uh, had she landed any closer to hitting her head on the mat, it really could have been a, a tragedy, almost. But it, it wasn't. It was close. I'm not... Uh, kayfabe in here it, it looked a little dangerous now the one off the top rope you could see Charlotte helped Rhea so Charlotte was a little more in control of that one than Rhea was uh, there was back and forth another Jew German suplex Charlotte face first into the mat um, skin took the skin off her nose legitimate so then they're, they're battling Charlotte does the moonsault onto the outside. Uh, Rhea blocked the figure four several times. She got Charlotte into a riptide. Charlotte kicked out. Then we went into a lot of false pins, false finishes. Charlotte got the figure four, but Rhea was too close to the ropes. Uh, so Charlotte let the hold go. Then... Rhea was on the top rope and Charlotte went to, or Char Rhea was in the corner, excuse me. Charlotte went to hit a move and ends up hitting her face on the ring post. And Rhea kind of guided Charlotte's face into the ring post. <laughs> so, uh, nonetheless, now Charlotte's knocked out. Rhea gets up there. Grabs Charlotte's pretty much limp body. Hits the riptide off the middle rope. And Rhea is your new champion. Uh, I put this match up there in the category of Ricky Steamboat and Macho Man at WrestleMania 3. The crowd started out quiet. And then they had one of the best matches in WrestleMania history and got the crowd going wild. Uh, that is not an easy thing to do. But these two women know how to listen to the crowd and play to the audience. 
and that is how you have a 10.5 star wrestling match. Uh, people say I'm overdoing it, but I don't think so. I think that was one of the best matches in WrestleMania history. So, moving on, our main event, and I'm glad this was the main event of the night. This is, this was a, well, wait, we got to back up. <laughs> they had a surprise match, and so Miz and Snoop Dogg are in the ring announcing the attendance is 80,497. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what they announced. So Snoop Dogg says, well, Miz, the, the only thing that will make this better is if you had a match tonight. You know where this is going. Out of nowhere comes Pat McAfee <laughs> down the ramp. Uh, so Snoop makes it official. McAfee versus The Miz. <laughs> uh, this was a cute little five or ten, less than ten minute match. Uh, the Miz ended up on the outside of the ring. He tried to leave. He shoved George Kittle, the tight end for the 49ers. Uh, Kittle then, you know, clotheslines The Miz, helps McAfee throw him back into the ring. Uh, McAfee jumps off the ring post. Uh, well, after the clothesline, I have to back up. McAfee jumped off the ring post to the outside onto the Miz. And then him and Kittle roll uh, the Miz back into the ring. McAfee punt kicks the Miz for the one, two, three. Basically, this was a cool down match. Because the women's match was so hot, they needed something to cool the crowd off, but still entertain so that the main event could have more crowd energy. You don't want a, cold, uh, a crowd that's wore out, uh, has been exhausted by a tremendous match, and then isn't popping for your main event. Now, I'm glad Sammy and KO were the main event of night one. Uh, this has been an angle that's been built for years, at least one year, and now it's coming to a head this weekend with the whole Sami Zayn bloodline thing, and then the last few months, Sami and KO versus the bloodline, and I knew... This was going to be a slobber knocker. This was going to be a, ma a match that brought the, the house down. So the Usos are in control of Sami Zayn early. Hot tag to Kevin Owens. He does a swanton onto the outside on both Usos. He's cleaning out, or cleaning house, excuse me. Uh, it starts going back and forth. A lot of false finishes. Then the Usos throw a super kick party on Sami Zayn. They got back in control, and it it made you feel like, okay, there's no way Sami and KO are going to win this. Uh, 
At one point in the match, Michael Cole throws out an El Generico uh, reference, which it was Sami Zayn's gimmick in Ring of Honor. <laughs> uh, KO ends up going through the announce table. And this is the point where KO and Sammy are so beat up, you don't think they have a chance to win. And I sit here and go, all right, this is the point where I know Sammy and Kevin are going to win. Call me crazy, but another note in this match, the, the words main event Jey Uso kept coming up time after time in this match. Michael Cole said it several times. I started to say KO or Kevin Owens again, but I meant Michael Cole. Michael Cole kept bringing it up. Sammy, uh, or whoops, after about five or ten minutes of Uso dominance, Sammy and Zay and KO start their comeback. And it was back and forth, but the Usos were still dominant. Eventually, they got to the point where it was Sammy. And Jay Uso. Sammy had to tag in. And I kind of thought, oh no, Sammy's going to blow it for himself. But it didn't. I just kept telling myself, Sammy and Kevin are going to win this match. So Sammy gets Jay Uso uh, knocked out. Basically knocked out by Kevin Owens. But KO has Jay in the corner. Sammy tags in, hits a hell of a loo kick, doesn't let Jay fall down, props him up, hits another hell of a loo kick, and I'm sitting there going, oh, Jay Uso's going to move, and the third one's going to screw this up. But no, they did the right thing. Three hell of a loo kicks in a row. Sammy Zayn pins Jay Uso. Kevin Owens is looking shocked. <laughs> sitting there leaning on the ring ropes. Uh, him and Sammy just put on a, a classic with the Usos. Sammy's wife is at ringside crying. Everything. It was just phenomenal. And a great way to end WrestleMania night one. These last two matches, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte and Sammy and KO versus the Usos were the two best matches of the night. It's hard to say which one was match of the night because they were both so close. Uh, I gave Sammy and KO versus the Usos a 9.9 .9 stars because that doesn't matter. And overall, it was an entertaining night of WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania Night 2 is going to have a hard time living up to this, but you've got Cody versus Roman, of course. You've got Edge versus Finn Balor. You've got uh, Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre to look forward to. Then you have the Ho-Hum Women's Showcase match. Uh, and you have a Ho-Hum... Brock Lesnar versus Almost. But Cody 
and Roman, I think, can be match of the night as long as it's a clean win for uh, Cody. It has to be clean. The Usos versus Sammy and KO, it was a clean match, clean win. And that's what I want to see at WrestleMania. I want to see the storylines from the last year all tied up, wrapped up, and put a bow on top of them, and then move me on to now we look to the new booking year, the new season of WWE. So, with that, good WrestleMania. Night one gets 66.283 stars. And uh, a good time was had by all. Thank you guys. God bless you. See you next panic attack.